Creative people, designer uh, today, Freddy and Shady. We have our guest uh, Anson uh, Chen coming to see us. He is uh, originally an architect from uh, Hong Kong. He has been uh, involved in Shenzhen in the in the past year more and more often thanks to the renovation of uh, Nanto area. He's a strategic uh, planner. He has mm. his uh, company in Shanghai. Anson, welcome to the show. Please, welcome, I'll welcome. let you. I'll let you introduce uh, briefly to our to our audience. Okay, my first show dedicated to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's an honor. It's an honor. <laughs> okay, uh, so maybe I have a very brief introduction of myself. Uh, as you said, uh, I am from Hong Kong. Uh, I study and I work as an architect in Hong Kong for around five to eight years. And after that, I have a chance to because you know by that time, um, after 1997, uh, Hong Kong's real estate is not very booming. So um, architectural firms they have many jobs in China. Right. So I need to take care uh, some jobs in China. So I travel on two sides. By around 2003, I decided I need to move my focus to China. So I spent three years, one year stationed in Beijing, one year in Shanghai, and one year in Guangzhou. Uh, right. They're totally different. I want to feel the, um, the way of doing things, their culture, oh. and which city I like so to So it was to your stay. plan to on purpose uh, try and check Both. them out? Uh, you, you know, always the consultant firms, they are uh, different from the projects. Right. Incidentally, one year I have some jobs in Beijing and in in Shenzhen uh, in Shanghai. Guangzhou and Shanghai, so I uh, I can live in these cities a little bit longer to know more about their culture. Eventually, I select uh, Shanghai uh, because by that time, the, uh, Shanghai is quite close to Hong Kong. I mean, in terms of the people that I met, the way they're okay. doing things, the, um, the way they rap, uh, the, the, uh, the lifestyle, the way they treat the contracts or they prom their promise, etc., etc. Uh, they're quite close to Hong Kong. Right. So um, I select I to go to Shanghai. By that time, I still have my own design company. And again, accidentally, <laughs> I find a shop right next to Xin Tian Di. Mm -hmm. uh, which I want to move my design studio in, but it is too big. So I create, uh, I think it's one of the first integrated shops with coffee, with design books, uh, and some, uh, you know, some design oriented uh, stuff to right. sell. Uh, those I brought it from Europe and from Japan. <laughs> and also the books. So I start my this little complex. Uh, by that time, uh, starting from two o three to two o five, then uh, I was um, selected by my boss, uh, which is um, the boss of the Bridge Eight, one of the first uh, creative cluster in Shanghai, in China, uh, and he persuaded me to give up everything and. And join his company. All right. So by that time, I start to change my role from originally architectural and interior design, then to design management, then strategic planning, then I have a chance to become a GM of some projects. 
by that time, my leasing manager suddenly resigned. I need to take care of her job, take and over. then I, 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 I took, I, yeah, take over the job, and I tried uh, leasing and operation. And eventually, I, I during that ten years, I can have chance to um, move to different departments to basically know everything about that industry. Um, yeah, and three years before I. I am almost fifty, and I think I want to start my own business. So I quit that team and started my business right. in Shanghai. And and last year I have a I'm so lucky. I have a chance to get that project from Wanker, and then uh, I start to spend right now fifty percent of my time uh, stationed in uh, Shenzhen, Shenzhen. Uh, yeah. to take care of the Nantou City uh, renovation projects. Right. It's quite uh, interesting how Shenzhen, despite being uh, such a new and young city, we are already dealing, fortunately, with the, the value of the pre-existence. Uh, myself, I've been here also 10 years. I've mm. seen how literally 90% of pre-existence was torn down to give space to skyscrapers, new development, towers, infrastructure. Yeah. But um, I think Shenzhen probably also, I don't know, because of the process of the Biennale, because of some uh, local projects um, that have been successful, like Ossity Loft and so on. I think that Shenzhen, compared to other cities, started to give a lot of value to maintain that little historical mm. if we can call it so pre-existence that uh, they they have and nanto i guess is one of the yes. uh, main uh, mm. uh, examples also because one one part of nanto is very old right yes i think because of the history of Shenzhen, uh, it's very new you know uh, they just started some 40 years before compared with other cities mm -hmm. uh, say in shanghai you, you can easily find a building of 100 years, 200 years, or even older. So, um, and also the people in Shenzhen is very young. Right. Most of them come from other cities, they are 20s or 30s. Uh, the, the population is young, the city is young, and the hardware also, mainly they are very young. Uh, uh, so just like Nantou City and other two Asian cities in Shenzhen rural area, there are very, very few. And also, um, I think maybe because of recent years, uh, some cities started to have some successful projects, not necessarily turn down everything and rebuild, can make the business model um, sustainable. Okay. Uh, then some developers, some governments start to think about it. Especially there are some uh, projects, very sensitive, very complicated ownership, uh, or lots of factors making it impossible to turn down and rebuild. Mm. So if you don't have a new strategy to um, to re revitalize, yeah. Uh, so basically, you you need to leave it there. For another you get years. stuck into into yes, the yes, yes. That, uh, and and before that, um, government and developer they are very simple, buy, turn down, build. Right. If cannot buy, okay, next one. Let's uh, move on to the next. Because problem. when when they calculate, uh, if I rent it uh, for certain years, I only can get um, at the value of the rents uh, compared with the investment. The uh, investment return is very low, etc., etc. Uh, but uh, right now, you, you know, the real estate is coming 
more more stable. There's not extra uh, very thirty percent, fifty percent profits when you invest a, a real estate. So they start to come down and think about, hey, we may do this. Uh, it's because by doing this, it's quite. Socially, it has some value. The government uh, will support it instead of just yeah. build some yeah, residential exactly. house. And um, strategically, some big, uh, some um, groups say say one group that I'm serving in the whole um, the whole national uh, strategies they need that, these kind yeah. of projects. Uh, so they do not value whether do they do it or not purely on commercial. Whether right. they can earn or how how much they can earn, so we have some chance to right. do this. But I guess it's also on on some sides it's also, let's say, uh, safer because even though of course, maybe the the added value or return investment might be lower, but if you look then at the single units and the uh, social value, it works on the quantities like these areas at the end. I mean, have, are hosting a lot a lot of people. There's a lot of single uh, single units that um, individually making a big cluster of over yeah. Uh, hundred, uh, yeah, thousands, thousands of, of, of people. And I assume that, uh, I'm, I'm happy to see that, especially in Shenzhen, from the um, uh, government side, the, the policies of understanding the value of the local community and of this pre-existence is uh, improving because probably they also, uh, I mean, understand it now compared to 10 years ago Shenzhen is starting having their identity and people that have been living now here in Shenzhen they are Shenzhen Ren uh, yeah. official, <laughs> I remember 10 years ago the first time I came here I never met anyone that was born in Shenzhen now I've been here 10 years I started meeting a lot of young students on their 20s or early 30s that of course I didn't have the chance to meet ten local. years ago, but now now <laughs> you know I meet them around and uh, and there is a lot of people that are, are born in Shenzhen and this I think gives a very different perspective on the pre-existence of these neighborhoods and stuff. Yes, very true, very yeah. true. Mm. In uh, um, in uh, Hong Kong, probably you grew up uh, somehow with a different perspective on this because probably it is a bit more uh, common to see the in, the integration and the renovation of the pre-existence rather yes. than in, yes. in China. Um, let me tell you uh, some examples. Uh, in Hong Kong, because the land is very limited, um, the land cost is very high. Right. So it's sometimes very difficult to in a city center to buy and turn down even one old buildings, it will cost you some billions right. <laughs> to, to turn down one buildings and rebuild. Uh, and also, uh, the, the, you know, Hong Kong, the, the buildings and the units are very small. So we get used to, to um, manipulate something in a very compacted uh, city right. fabrics to do something. Um, it's it's very, quite common in Hong Kong to do this. Uh, but the difficulty in Hong Kong is the policy is too mature. That means if you want to do one thing, you need a very, very long process it's compared with slow, in man. China. I, um, yeah. you, you know, do you know a project in Hong Kong called PMQ? Oh, I know very well, yes. Okay. Before it is built, uh, that 
uh, team go to Sh Shanghai uh, and interview with us. We are by that time we already uh, built uh, the bridge the bridge and right. got quite successful. And we talk about uh, they they ask us um, how long we take uh, if you get a job uh, a warehouse. We say around nine months to twelve months, starting from design, construction, and leasing, okay. and you will open. And they told us they even cannot get the, the budget approval <laughs> within <laughs> the twelve months. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And they probably they need around five years to do the whole thing. Well, it's, it's the same thing like um, in like California where, where I grew up. So ever since I was a kid, they've been talking about building like a high-speed train on the coast that could take you from like Los Angeles to San Francisco and beyond in you know an hour or less. And this was since I was a kid. This is like you know, <laughs> still they're talking. They're still there talking. I, I know, remember. Like, I see know, that, the, that the, video. The two years is it is it a university uh, class that uh, the. Um, uh, the teachers show them uh, in U.S. there are a bridge. They need to build it in a few years, but in Beijing, just one night. Oh, you know yeah, that video? right. Okay, yes, I've no, seen it. Seen oh, it. you never seen it? Yeah. I've seen it. And the Beijing, the bridge, because it's in very, very city center, You can they can only afford to block the road for one night. Right. They pre prepare everything, prefabricate and move and, and co connect Crazy. one night. Yes. And compare with it, that bridge in in u.s say three years or five years still yeah. under construction still yeah still <laughs> sorting it out no it's crazy like in, in the few years that i've lived here in in shenzhen like they've built mm. so many metros you know lines and so yes, many high-speed right. trains mm. you know and i can't get one train built in you know in 30, 30 30 years, 30 years. <laughs> you know in california but yeah. i mean in, in china we know that things are fast but i believe shenzhen is even faster right i mean the I think they call it Shenzhen speed. It's like quite uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> amazing, agree, agree. literally. I agree. Uh, but um, because I'm more familiar with Shanghai, mm -hmm. um, when I come to Shenzhen and start working in the past one year, I feel that they need to calm down a little bit. Uh, because when they are doing something fast, uh, but the, the quality, quality maybe I, I mean the quality is not the hardware quality. Is the content, the way they're doing the software part. Right. Uh, especially for those areas that I'm familiar, say the creative clusters. Um, in Shenzhen, there are lots of them. When, when I reviewed what they are doing, it's maybe 10 to 15 years Shanghai did that before. Oh, so it's right. very, very old-fashioned way right. to do it. <laughs> of course, it's good to me. So that we have chance to to bring in some new things here. Yeah. But in, in uh, Nantou, for example, yeah. that, uh, uh, well, we are all familiar uh, with mm -hmm. that. I think also some of our audience, because of our next event there in Nantou, they will have the chance to see. That also has been quite an amazing, fast process, but I think very successful. If I remember properly, in 2017, when there was the Biennale mm. there by Urbanus curating it, that was the first triggers of a certain renovation. Yeah. At that time, I think Vanke was already involved or took over no. Uh, later. No, okay. No, not enough. And uh, now it's less than three years after, and we mm. we all know in, what in is fact, happening um, there. I'll tell you a little story, uh, the history about this uh, this version of renovation. Uh, starting from last year, uh, 2019, April, the government decided to 
uh, do this project. And eventually they find Wan Ke as the suitable person to, to do this job. And just started last year. And the construction starts this year, April. And wow. it will take only four and a half months to compete what you are now, you, you, you now see, four and a half months. And the most difficult part is by the time they do the construction, for the road in parallel, the the, the existing citizens least, uh, living in other buildings need to pass through, need to need to merge with the construction sites. It's totally a mess in that that the past few months. But they do. I it. can imagine. Well, we 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 have seen it already. <laughs> now that there are still some main uh, like side roads that are still partly closed, but you can still pass through uh, yeah. but it's yeah, yeah. But, but crazy have, and it. also the site is not clear by one time uh, because there are some totally there are 330 buildings uh, right now it's already done around 50 something uh, buildings by that time some of them under construction some of them under survey some of them still the the existing shops still in operation some right. of them under negotiation with the ten, uh, landlord they are not 100% confirmed the contract so it's not a one off process uh, of so course, so yes. some buildings are under construction some buildings still operation some building somebody living here so it's very, very complicated by that time. So how long do you think it would, it's going to take to complete the whole pro project? Yeah, and then next you phase know? two and phase three. Uh, yeah, like till, till there's no more phases left besides, <laughs> besides like maintaining it. and. You know. uh, hopefully the, uh, next year, summer. So wow. uh, around seven or eight months later, well, the whole thing will be completed. And then what is it? I mean, you together with Vanke as a strategic planner, you're envisioning in terms of uh, phases and, and functions how to approach the area, right? Yes. And then technically, um, Vanke would, I guess, take care of the main master plan design in terms of infrastructure, roads, and so on. And then all the single buildings that have been regenerated is it something that uh, um is it uh, you're talking with the owners and they would do it themselves you call different architects vanka internally would do that what is the what is the okay. process of the single final uh, touches and details <laughs> and other complicated things uh, first of all um i when i do the strategic planning of the overall uh, 330 buildings uh, in parallel, Wanke, they have a subsidiary uh, doing the architectural design. Right. They did one version of, of overall as a background. But they, they know that uh, because they do 300 buildings design, they cannot take care of each of one them by one, yeah. uh, one by one very detailed. So they have a program. They invited around 15 different architects. Half of them is famous in Asia. Half of them are very young, gen, uh, emerging uh, young architects. Interesting. To do these individual buildings. So um, this is the first round. Uh, they did the overall. Second round, they find some uh, different architects to do some strategic location buildings. And then the third round is from me. Uh, because uh, I think one interesting thing for this project is those buildings are small and individual house. Right. And 
uh, the future tenants that I want to um, pull in, most of them are designers, creative people, right. art um, um, related uh, companies, the creative community, creative industry, communities. and so on. Me, myself, and you guys also this kind of people. We we like to own a building uh, with our uh, style, uh, our design, our input, yeah, or part of the input from us. So this, I think, is um, uh, one of the the merit that the project may given to the tenants. Right. Then uh, I start my leasing, and I need to. Uh, run in parallel of their construction do- drawings uh, progress. If I find a um, tenants in time, they have the input to change the design right before it is built. Uh, of course, they hate us very much because every every week I said, "Oh, okay, hold on, this There's building. A new one. Uh, 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 maybe maybe the tenant want to do this, want to do that. They need to change." But I I I am maybe not. Everyone, but at least uh, right now, maybe six to ten tenants uh, we confirmed, and they will be involving in changing the original design. Oh, all right. Uh, the the process is complicated, but I think this is the value of this one, and also make make them very different. And right. this is the cityscape. If everything is more or less the same, it will be very fake. Uh, yeah, but it, this is also, I mean, if you even if uh, myself uh, as an architect, it's very difficult to imagine that in one road I have to do 20 different buildings. I mean, of course, it is not impossible, but of course, the, the variation uh, wouldn't, be the, wouldn't be the same. Uh, so it is a very interesting process for creating that uh, uh, variations. And also, by, by the time they invite some famous architects or some young emerging architects, I already tell them, creative people or if myself is an architect I don't want to uh, work in another architect's building if it is very stylish right I, um, so I intentionally uh, separate uh, my tenants group into two parts one is I call hardware parts so architects planners interior designer lighting uh, landscaping designer I call this hardware designers uh, I leave an area that wait for them to come and they change the design. Right. Some I call software uh, creative people. Say uh, they do some music, advertising, uh, drama, uh, or and arts and crafts. That, that kind. They, yeah. they they are more uh, focused on content, but they are not very care about the uh, hardware. Right. Or what kind of building they they are uh, working in. Right. So I, I separate the two groups and fit the purpose. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. I mean that uh, we all know that as as creators, uh, being able to be the tenant of a building where you can physically put your signature because of your design is like a business card. So of course, I'm guess architects uh, and designers would like to. Yeah, right now I am now approaching a graffiti company. All right, they may be interested, but uh, at the same time, in the original planning, I asked. Wanker's uh, design house to leave some walls for me because I know that uh, somebody may paint, paint something or hang something on it. Right. So I already leave some advertising Spots. space. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, that's very cool. I invite uh, all of our audience to go and have a look, especially if uh, they have seen six months ago or one year mm. ago what 
was and how it is now is quite amazing when you were there with me you were not there before but no when i was there mm. it was my first time mm. but you can you imagine those areas that i bring to you um outside the red line is yeah. what it was yeah it's just, <laughs> just you know the urban village style yeah. just just like what we were walking through when we saw all the little individual houses yeah and then it got transformed into something you know truly you know unique and different for me personally i think this is the Probably one of the most exciting projects I've seen develop in in Shenzhen. And more mm. exciting than like the big skyscrapers or the yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy big buildings. The it's much more difficult, man. To and and uh, I mean, they're <coughs> but they're both pretty difficult. But like, it's just the, the final result. Like the final result is so cool to like be able to like you know keep people's lives intact who've been living there, at the same time you know bring it you know new life as a cool creative space mm. where people can work and play and eat and drink and you know so many other aspects have festivals and, yes and what you know so on and so forth mm. also there in Nanto is one of the few places where literally you can see a piece of very old ancient ruin like the 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 the, the gate that was the The original fortress of uh, Don Juan, right? It was the the border. Um, okay. of How old the, is that arch? The the history of this ancient city is And more than seventeen hundred years. Wow! But uh, those uh, old buildings or the gates only have around one hundred or two hundred years before, because they are very very old things already torn down and okay. they rebuilt. Uh, so what you you can see is uh, uh, around one hundred years. Or some of them is is faked or rebuilt. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, once again, I invite the audience definitely to go and see, as we already said. I'm curious uh, if uh, there is any uh, similar project like this that you know of or you can share with us, uh, whether in Shenzhen or in uh, okay. uh, Guangdong area. Um, maybe uh, most of the audience haven't been to there. Uh, I have a very simple introduction. How special this project is. In in China, there are lots of cities and lots of um, historical things or Asian cities, but uh, most of them they only treat them as a um, tourism project. Right. They uh, emphasize on uh, how Asian the building is. Maybe they uh, simulate some uh, contents, some tenants, or some performance of the old things. Uh, but this time, uh, the project, the Nanto City project, uh, Wanke and the government don't want to do that. So eventually, uh, in my strategic planning, we incorporate some history, uh, cultural things. We have some um, creative clusters. We have some um, more fashionable art festival. You, you know, we yeah. have the art, uh, the, the Fringe Festival the fringe. before, and we have some pop-up stores, etc. So make it a very integrated program. Uh, because for that kind of uh, tourism-oriented projects, the most difficult part is uh, the, the high and low season is very right. clear. Uh, but uh, if it is in a rural area, it may be okay. Uh, but if it is uh, Nanto City is in city center, the um, opportunity cost is quite high because this location they should uh, perform better, have more turnover. <laughs> right, right. So we intentionally put uh, different uh, contents together, and uh, it is very there are very few projects in China uh, like this. Um, 
I would say is a tourism and creative custom mixed together. Yeah. Uh, and together and with local some community lo also. Local community. Uh, the other thing I want to say is uh, because the whole city has 1,000 buildings, one current government only do one third of them. They intentionally mm -hmm. not to touch the whole thing. That means they expect after this one third is done, it will gradually influence the other like two thirds. Trigger the renovation. And I think this process is will, will be very interesting to observe in the next five to ten years. Yeah, right. Um, and come back to your question, um, I really haven't come across to this kind of characters uh, projects uh, right now in China. But I am doing another one. <laughs> uh, luckily, really lucky, because I am participating in this uh, Nanto City project and it's start of uh, some uh, awareness of the, 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 the market. And I have a chance to do another one curse project in Dongguan. Oh, uh, similar. City center has, has an old street, uh, has very strong histo historical background and Dongguan has another different thing is they have their um, own um, core industry before the the um, garment right uh, and, and some electronics before but it's going down and I am now picking up those things and try to add something and leaving up them so that project is more uh, not only a tourism and not only a creative cluster but also uh, I will do something to help enhancing their core industry right uh, right uh, maybe coming out in the next two years <laughs> well, so the project the, the dongguan project hasn't started yet it's more about uh, planning uh, right now i'm doing strategic planning okay uh, and so then like in two or three years you'll actually yeah, start hopefully. doing construction and, and and that one is another model because uh, we have something we need to preserve and besides one could have some lands they can build and sell residential Oh, so they can combine the so new they development. Can, they can balance the, the investment. Uh, it's different from Nanto City. Nanto City, they don't have any other square meter to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, sell. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's very difficult for Nanto City. But I think it's what, I mean, in terms of uh, promotion and showcase, even for a giant like Bank, I think it's very important to uh, basically put in front of the face of the of the government and the authorities let's say the, the the value and the result of an operation like this and not only is happening so fast but i think that already in two three maybe maximum five years you would already be able to see the results yeah. in the sense of what trigger like you said in the surrounding and so on and in a so fast developing uh, country like china this is almost this become literally like a strategy uh, that yeah. can be uh, scalable to any first, second, third tier cities. Especially when we look now at the not only it's not called anymore Pearl River Delta, the Greater mm. Bay Area GBA, where it will be like a big city around the the, the Delta. Yeah. Yes, is going to be super important to have uh, some developments so strategic that. Uh, the local community is put at the center of the development because otherwise uh, people will be mm. um, of course during this process i should admit that um we take away some existing um tenants mm -hmm. or the uh, village uh, people living in the village before um, but uh, from the city's point of view i think uh, historically this is uh, 
quite a mess and high density, poor living conditions. After we inject some new um, investment or new contents to it, uh, from the city point of view, this location may not suitable for them to exist anymore. Right. So we squeeze out some of these to other place. I, I should admit that. Um, to them, uh, to to have a project, we cannot uh, favor all parties. Yeah, well, of course. Uh, but overall, um, I think it's a positive one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we are going to be very curious to see the outcome and hopefully we will have a chance to discuss more about the future uh, yeah. developments and opportunities we are gonna see each other very often also thanks to some uh, events for the creative community that we are gonna start uh, organizing in Nanto yeah. so um, thanks uh, Anson for your time uh, today I have one final question yeah <laughs> so you're involved in um, kind of like the big picture process in, in these projects hmm. do you ever miss where you came from and doing design okay um, lots of people ask me this question uh, I am still doing design <laughs> but I am not drawing anymore to compete what I want I, I would say I am designing the space what the character of the space, what is the actor in the space, what is the audience in the space. Right. Um, more like I, I designed the place, but not by the drawings. More like by the content. Yes, and I, in different positions, and dif uh, I drive this matter to happen. From planning, just like uh, have, uh, preparing a movie, mm -hmm. I, I, I have the... Um, how the, script? The, the script first and then I have to find the investor find the actors and also the, yeah, the, the hardware the producer but eventually it's the audience to say whether this film is good or not right right yeah so uh, I put this together and eventually deliver to the audience that is the consumers uh, whether they come or not whether it's successful or not so I am not the actor I am not the one to do the the how should I say the the the, the facades the, the facade the, background the, everything. The renovation. But I, I am driving this to happen, but it's so complicated that I am not a developer and I am uh, I cannot do it by myself. But I drive these things to to one direction. And I should say right now, uh, of course, Wanko uh, is very a very very good client. Um, almost eighty to ninety percent of the things that I think and I want to do. They agree and right. uh, and put forward. Uh, so I think I, I like this project very much because uh, what I think can eighty to ninety percent present it out eventually. Right. Yeah. I miss the, the. It's good to have that kind of uh, trust, and I think that there is yeah. no way that all the parties involved would be able to achieve the same thing without uh, the, the visionary man like you behind mm. the, the thing to pull in the, the string and keeping all together because it's also probably difficult to have a single overview. You, you need to know a little bit of everything, right? Of what is going on in, in different mm. things and mm. yeah, managing this. I remember uh, when they first of all encountered me and the, the GM said, that, oh, I got this project. It's so headache. I don't know how to do it. And I 
consult other departments, the commercial department said that it cannot work, and the creative cluster department said it cannot Can work. work. <laughs> and I, but I, I really want to work it out. Can you help? So I, I, I started to be employed. And one year later, when we talk about this, uh, ah, uh, luckily, uh, one year before, uh, we, we met together and then give them the directions. And they right now feel very comfortable. And they see what they were going to do in the next two or three years uh, right. comfortably. And also, uh, she proved to the other departments that uh, you are wrong, <laughs> or uh, you, you cannot imagine what we are now doing. Wow! Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for sharing all your yeah. experience and, uh, and vision. We will talk again. Uh, yeah, and welcome uh, you soon. and the audience to come and take a look. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we, it's an amazing project. <clears throat> yeah, we were very lucky to be there with uh, Anson and introduced us um, personally all the story and different things, but. As we were saying, we will organize some events in uh, Nanto. Anson himself also is organizing a lot of events there. So there's going to be chances to get uh, a more deep experience mm. of the of the place. So um, thanks a lot for being Thank here you. and for your uh, <laughs> time. And thanks for the listeners and the audience to be with us. Of course, uh, support us by liking and following our channel. And uh, we will talk to you guys uh, next time. We're out. <laughs>